Well, here we are again. It is Wednesday morning now, uh, June 17th. Mike Myers, I know you're there. Thanks for joining us today, Radio Hope. Hi. Uh, um, I feel like now I'm a news reporter. You know, it's the 17th of June and it's 8 a.m. and here's what's going on. No, but seriously, what is going on with you? How are you doing? You, you go for it. You're bringing. I've been reading Alcoholics Anonymous. And how's that been going for you? A serious question. Uh, it, it, it is an ex- yes. Um, well, when I got to the uh, the chapter called "They Stopped in Time," this was really. In fact, I read an entire chapter to the wife yesterday. Uh, there are people that uh, lose everything because they don't stop in time. Mm. And maybe I'm one of those that uh, is going to stop in time. I don't know. So you feel like you're, but you're not back drinking every day, though, are you? Um. Yeah, but not. You know, I guess did it keep me from functioning? Right. No. But the minute you start waking up with a headache, mm. you might want to stop and think about why you're doing what you're. So let me ask you: Did you wake up this morning with a headache? No, because I had you been listening. I am listening. I'm just. Well, we'll go back and never mind because we did this before, and I was wrong, and I don't like being wrong. No, but you're right. As long as you're moderate, I think it's still okay. In, in my view, anyway, I think it's still fine if you're moderate. Liquid courage is what they call that, man. That's what they call that. Liquid courage. Mm -hmm. You see, you are a guy. I was going to call you Adam. Alex, I love you, man. Well, look, I've been down that road before, right? I think we all have. So who's to say we shouldn't talk about it? We've all been there. Come on. But but you've been down that road at at a much younger. Well, no, I guess I. Yeah, I remember. My mom, one time I was really drunk. Okay. My mom made me go to work. Like I'm I glad. I'm actually glad because, you know, sometimes it's the toughest thing when you're not when you're hungover, you don't want to do anything. At least she pushed you to do it. And you know what she, what's sad is that she feels bad that she did that. And I said, Mom, that was the best thing you could have done for me. If you're going to play, you're going to pay. Right. Was it a life-changing experience, though, that specific moment where she said, you have to go to work? Or... Yeah, I t- lost total disrespect. I, I totally disrespected my mom from that point on, and I, I quit loving her. Mm. No, I didn't. I'm kidding. <laughs> Mike, I, I, n- I, don't, sorry. Mike I, I don't know. I don't know about you sometimes. But no, this is what... No, I mean, there have been times where I wanted to do something, but it's a blizzard, and I shouldn't do it, so I didn't do it, but there were times. What, rollerblade? 
No, no, go to a birthday party at a bar in the blizzard. I was about to do that, but. Okay, so you started it. So I ended up going to Laura's. We were going to go roller skating in the big town of Ogden, where she's from. And it was a blizzard. Mm. And guess what? What? I went anyway. I trekked nine miles through a blizzard in my car, which was total insanity. Met her mother at the door, and she said, you're crazy. And I said, I know. And we went roller skating. In the blizzard. Well, no, we didn't roller skate in the blizzard. We roller skated in the roller skating ring. Oh, you went to the ring. drove. Have you... Well, yeah, in a blizzard, I can only imagine. Now, had you been, you know, knocking them back too, or you drove sober? Like, how was that? No, no, I was, I was, I was drunk on love. Uh. This is why I love you, man. This is like a therapy session for both of us, though. <laughs> but no, it's um. It's like what? <laughs> How do you say it? What is like human nature to just want to be someplace because we have the fear of missing out? So we'll go through anything: hail, pandemic, blizzard. I mean, we we're just naturally inclined to do whatever we need to, despite the odds or despite what's out there. FOMO. Mm-hmm. Fear of missing out. And that's a relatively new term, but it's such a relevant term. You know, it's like wow, it's so true. Fear of missing out. But what do they call it? Hook, line, and sinker, right? That's what they call it. Whatever. I mean, anyway, it's, uh, I've been enjoying... I went fishing twice yesterday. See, you're doing it right. You're getting out and about. You're you're doing things. I'm still home, and I should be getting out more, but I'm just not yet, so... And that has been bothering me about me, and this why am... You know, Janelle... Oh, wow. Ask why. Why why are people doing what they're doing right now in the streets? You mean like protesting? and Yeah. Well, that and, and, and yeah, and I, someone posted a video of some guy that got shot, some protester, by another protester maybe or something. I've heard about that, and that was actually, I think, in New Mexico, wasn't it? There was something going on down there. Um, By the way, in New Mexico... We now have social workers disarming uh, non-gun-related criminal activity or incidents. Have you heard about this one? They're going to dispatch unarmed social workers to different cases so that <clears throat> police don't have a chance to escalate something, I guess. I mean, it really is showing a lack of faith in the cops by doing this. And it's a slap in the face, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I, I think I talked about this yesterday, or I, I don't know. I've been thinking about putting up, yeah, I did, a 4x8 
just says, you know, it's got the American flag and, and love God with all your guts. We did talk about this. And love your neighbor as yourself. And and I'm thinking, nah, maybe not. And then my wife said, well, why don't you put it on the on the on the on the one barn that can be seen from the road, and I oh. can put my light on it and everything. Maybe I should. Maybe you know, because God's word never comes back without accomplishing what it's set out to do. That's what He says, and He can't lie. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's a good thing to do. Maybe I need to put an effort into that. Go for it. Now, what what would what scripture or what did what message from God would you like to put out there for people? Oh, you've been really on that um, theme this week. It seems like love God with your guts. So that's, it's probably telling me that you have gut feelings and you want these gut feelings to be out in the public now for your love of God. Yeah, it is. Hey, I, you just. It makes makes me sad. It really, what's going on right now in the world makes me sad. But I, again, other folks like, gee, you're an idealist, Mike. It's not going to happen. It may happen for that one person. Mike, what did I say yesterday, by the way? By the way, this is where putting out these things could speak things into existence. Didn't I tell you I wish Trump would take the lead on police reform? I think I told you that. And I definitely saw it on my podcast. And then yesterday afternoon, he took the lead. So I'm like, what is going on through these microphones that are just making things happen? You're making things happen. Ed's making things happen. Well, mm-hmm. I think so. We are his hands. We are his. We are his hands. We are his. We are his people. And bring, you know, letting the light shine. Now it sounds so again. Sounds so. I was going to say gay, but I can't even say that. How is letting your light shine gay? I don't know. That just seems like a very normal thing to say. Well, back in the day, you could use the, you know, the gay, the gay nineties, right? Hmm. <laughs> what were the, you know, when they had the gals with the, never mind. And you mean like the, the, the 1920s, the Roaring Twenties? Is that what you're telling me about yeah, now? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, yeah. By the way, did you come into this year, see, I came into this year hoping the 20s would really be roaring. I didn't expect it in this way, though, that's for sure. Well, I'll tell you what, that's not funny. It's def- the 20s are definitely not boring. No, no. He's good with everybody. I just wish people would understand that, that that more that he accepts us and gives us grace every day. It's just waking up and doing this is an act of God, in my opinion. I don't know how good he is with the guy with the needs. Oh no, he's gonna want hell for that guy. He's gonna want hell for that guy. Well, at least unless the guy turns. He still needs to do the crime or the time for the crime. That's what people, you know, you can be a follower of Jesus, right? But there's still, but you're still going to suffer the consequences of your actions. So, so don't just think, well, you can go do whatever or go do mm-hmm. whoever, and think there's not going to be any repercussions. You end up with an STP. 
Well, there's a lot to that. Uh, not just the physical, but the emotional stuff. You get linked together, and it's like, uh, do I really Absolutely. want this? Yep. Uh, yeah, you see, you... You know what, I was going to say something, but I won't. Well, because I can't... I just can't get intimate unless I feel that connection. You know, I just can't do it. There has to be a connection. And if it runs its course, it runs its course, but at least I didn't do it in vain, I guess you would say. I don't know, I just... The relationship, the connection with someone you are intimate with. Either it's going to develop or it'll just... You're talking... Oh, you're talking intercourse. Well, we're... Yeah, we kind of were talking about that. I mean, that's kind of where I was coming from. <laughs> oh, where's Ed? He'd get a kick out of this today. You're... Oh, man. But by the way... No, but, but what I was saying was you can't... We are not built, well, some are, I guess. But the majority of us are not built to do, like, the hookup culture in our 20s and think that that's okay. Like, I think people truly want something more meaningful than that. And so be it then. So be it. But I do think, but but back then, I don't know. Is there a difference between back then and now with the hookup culture? I mean, you might know better than me. I don't know. I just wanted to point out that I am mature now. I just want you to know that. You are a uh, well-aged wine, I guess, then. <laughs> what was your question? Is it, is it different now than back then? Yeah, I mean, I just think yeah. the, the hookup culture is different now than it was maybe back in, in the older days or the, back then. Mm. has been moved to where we just don't really buy into maybe the God stuff and absolute truth and you know if it feels good do it that's what you kind of sort of well that's the whole thing now it's about it's about the feelings how are you feeling today how how do you which gender do you feel like today and I'm not saying that that is necessarily a, a well I don't know. I kind of think it's a bad thing, to be honest. Not that it's, not that they shouldn't be protected, but Ish. you know what I mean, though. I think screw, dude. <laughs> he's literally holding up a screw. That's hilarious. That is, and it's a big screw, and I use that to hold up my green screen. Now, focus. That that one little screw holds up your green screen. I know, I'm just kidding. One. I think I have two. I have a third one. Alex. I'm here. No, I'm just trying to think about this now. So, it's like... We, I know you're here. I was... We're catering to feelings more than facts, I guess. And the fact now is that there are people who are practicing transgenderism that needs protection. I'm just going to say that outright. I mean, they need... When you see suicide rates are going up in that community, it's alarming. It is alarming. Oh, I think it's... I think protection is is critical if you're practicing certain... Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. Mike's a little wound up today. I can just tell it. He's very, like... Oh, 
thinking about okay if, and if i were to say you know what today's show is tell me tell me radio hope 9 a.m eastern that offends me that bikini offends me take it off <laughs> no it's just that offends me i mean you had mentioned somebody's didn't what's his name elmer lose his gun yeah, I didn't mention it, but I've heard that Elmer has lost his gun because they don't want that. And, of course, you can't have a, a good police dog in Paw Patrol. So now they're going after the kids' shows, which is just... Oh, you're kidding. Is that, see, I haven't kept up with it because it's so... You know what, You know what, Alex? It is so ridiculous <laughs> that I don't want to waste my time. I'm, I'm going fishing. I'm going to catch me a bass that I can bring home and... and Filet and eat. Mm. What's the biggest one you ever caught? That's not big. I didn't know bass. I thought bass were like hundreds of pounds. I didn't realize they could be six pounds too. No, it's uh, it's um, porky pig. Yes, go for it, please, please that, do. That, w- that will probably offend some people. In my walks, every man I meet is my superior in some way, and in that I learned something from him. Ralph Waldo Emerson. Mm. I love that. I love that saying. I am going to learn so much tomorrow having Todd Stevens here with doing this show. We're going to be talking about his new CD. Nice. I have, of, I have one of his songs up here. It's called Rapist. It is hard hitting in your face. Mm. And uh, Todd is just a, Todd is a great, that's One More Murder is one of the songs on it. And it's about murder being hatred. Yeah. Words. Yeah. He's somebody who's, uh, he is an unorthodox follower of Jesus also. <laughs> I think that's good. I I wish I don't know how to say it, but uh I do wish that those Christians who aren't totally, I don't know how to say it, but I wish there were more people like you who embrace him but also know that you are needing his grace every day. I wish there were more people, you know, doing shows like that. No. That's really no. not humorous. And yet I had said that to, I think I've said that to two people, and thank goodness I knew them well enough mm-hmm. that they said, you know what? I can laugh at that. Because they get it, but they, because they get me. And not everybody gets me. And then you got to be careful because not everybody's going to understand your sense of humor. My favorite song of all time. Uh, Please don't let me be misunderstood. I love that song. Please don't let me. Yep, you got it. <laughs> but to your point, I mean, humor is going to be. Humor is what is keeping people alive today. Let's be honest. 
if you're able to find the funny things of whatever the hell's going on out there, you're going to be okay because at least you can add some humor to it. And that's a great defensive mechanism from the world. It's like, all right, well, this is happening, but this is hilarious. Why not do play-by-play of the rioting? I mean, this is funny if you think about it, you know? It's just like... (laughs) It's true, though. It's... I know it is. It's true. It's true. <laughs> uh, by the way, speaking of killing all the fun, Quaker Oats has now said Aunt Jemima is racist. So, can I tell you the story? The Aunt Jemima brand of syrup and pancake mix will get a new name and change. Quaker Oats announced Wednesday, saying the company recognizes the Aunt Jemima's origins are based on a racial stereotype. Oh, so it was a 130-year-old brand featuring a black woman named Aunt Jemima who was originally dressed as a minstrel character. The minstrel character. Do you know that? Uh, Yeah. Yep. And by the way, this is the freaking second time that I know of that a woman, even if it's on a bottle of syrup, a woman has been canceled. Do you remember what happened last year? Kate Smith was not allowed to be played at Yankee Stadium because her songs. It's like what we talked about the other day. How come we can't air something of someone's beautiful singing and forget everything else they might have done? We cannot do that anymore. And I think that's that'll be another downfall. And was when we can't let go of it and we just deprive people of of what they created based on one or two songs. I don't know. It just, it doesn't equate to me. Well, I think what it does is show the incredible hypocrisy of human beings. I mean, Martin Luther, you know, the great reformer, also mm-hmm. anti-Semitic. See now... That I did not know, and I'm actually Lutheran, but. I bet you you're, I, you know what, I bet you you're more Christian than Lutheran. I'm just a believer. I'm, I'm, I, Amen. I, yeah. Amen. Just go with it. I remember when I was, uh, used to uh, be one of the uh, Gideons handing out those little, as somebody referred to it at Iowa State University, those little bastard Bibles. They call them bat. Bastard Bible, yeah, because they were so. I don't know why. Anyway, um, and I was handing them out, and I went against the grain. I had, I didn't have the official Gideon garb on. I had on, I don't know, red tennis shoes and a pink tie. You know, <laughs> the kids were drawn to me, and I remember one kid saying, "So what? What religion are you?" And I said, "I'm Christian." He said, "No, I mean, what religion are you? Methodist? Are you?" And that spoke volumes. What? What religion are you? Religion is... I got a, I got a, uh, offended by religion. I got a short feature up here with uh, Kirk Cameron. Yeah, of course, Kirk. Yeah, uh, uh, Kirk. Yeah, yeah Kirk. Kirk Cameron. Anyway, and it's about, you know, if you're offended, if you start talking to somebody about God stuff, and, and they say, oh, I really don't want to hear it, are they offended because of what they've seen other Christian folk, or are they fe- offended by the gospel? All right, you're going to be a little freaked out right now. Hold on one second. This was at my radio studio. Look who that is. Where? That's Kirk Cameron. Oh, my goodness. Wait a minute. Where's the moist towelettes when I need them? That is so 
cool. I love it. That is so. You know what? Mm. There's times when I listen to Kirk. Yes, Kirk Cameron. Okay. When I listen to Kirk and his his, his uh, sidekick, and I love his uh, street evangelism. I've got all kinds of spots of him talking to just folks out on the streets. And uh, that is so cool that you got that. Anyway, focus, Mike. Oh, I'm so excited. Um, and by the way, her sister, I mean, that, that whole family, right? You got the sister and him running the Christian yeah. movie world, it seems like. So that's cool. Yeah. Candace Cameron, I think is her name, or Candace. Yeah. Yeah. Candace Beret, I guess, yeah. is her name now because she got married. So. That is so, I think that is just so cool. I should bring him back on. I don't know what he's up to these days, but I'm sure he's got a lot to say on the, on the COVID stuff, you know, and, and everything going on. Oh, wow. And you have that airing at what time on your regular stream? Oh, guess what? I can even answer that and answer it with uh, tremendous uh, accuracy. 2 a.m. and 2 p.m. Every day. It's called Wretched Radio with freakishly tall Todd Friel. Muckradio.com, right? That's the, that's the thing? You, you are so... You're so... You're, you're too good for me. <laughs> Although I did see one of your sites had .org on it. I'm not sure which one that is, but... .org would be MikeMyers.org. Okay. MikeMyers.org. It's a non-profit. It's definitely non-profit. <laughs> so much so, there's literally no profit. There, there is no... There is no profit. I have songs about profit. <clears throat> Well, that's the whole thing back then. It's like they all looked at him crazy, and yet he was doing things. Um, his family thought he was crazy. Well, his family, didn't they at one point not want anything to do with him or something? I don't know. It's like, yeah, yeah. I think I think that's what happened. Yeah. Yeah, he's, and he's, uh, he's quite a character. You know, he has staying power. Yes, yep. podcast while we're on this topic i heard a podcast from you about that shirt you got that said god not damn or something like that god's last name is i love that shirt i don't know how i could get one but that sounds so cool and how many times before you did that do you still say the words do you still say that sometimes or no Mm. Because you didn't respond to the truth, and it's like, 
think it's pride. I don't know what it is because he chooses us. We don't choose him. That's what's amazing. Why would he choose? Did he choose me because I'm such a buck idiot? Because you're a good orator, a good talker. So he uses your platform to get the word out. Michael, um... <laughs> I can't believe it's 8.30 already. We've been talking for 15 minutes and it's like a nice flow here. Uh, Michael, you know, to your point on all of that, I have a better term to say if I'm ever frustrated. I try and I try and say, God bless it, instead of the other. So that's kind of where I come we have to sort of put that spin on it. God bless it, not God damn it. But, but what are you... Okay. If that works for you... It does. It makes me feel a little better that I'm not saying it. I'm just saying, God bless it. We need to get things fixed around here. And what I might say is, uh, I said it yesterday, son of a motherless goat, when I was at the dentist's office. You must be kidding me. <laughs> I so enjoyed my. I got I got a new dentist lady, and they fixed my crown and crown him with many crowns. <laughs> Only you would enjoy the dentist, right? A lot. Of, I love the dentist myself. He's such a great dude. The guy I have is my dentist, so he's nice. The cleaning's a pain, but then it's worth it in the end. So I get it. It's a pain. Is it real and is uh, scraping and it's like uh, oh. Ever seen? Okay. Oh, here's, why, here's why I made a mistake. This one gal, her name's Fallon. She's no longer there, but she uh, she was getting ready to start working on my teeth, doing the cleaning when they do the scaling. And I asked her. There was a picture of her and holding her daughter and with her husband. And I said, "Oh wow, is that? Are you pregnant in that picture?" <laughs> she wasn't. You ever think voodoo is going on with you from someone else that you don't even know about? Like someone's putting a hex on us sometimes? Um, I think that's a strange thought. I think you uh, might consider medication. medication. <laughs> um, no, not really. Huh, I've never... That's going to mess my day up. Thanks. You don't have to be paranoid about it. I'm just curious if you ever feel that energy of someone sticking in the pin. With... Do you? No. Thank God, no. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Do you the... ever feel like sticking a fish hook through your toe? No. I have never thought of that. Why would I think of that? <laughs> I don't know. Same reason why you said, did you ever feel like people were sticking pins in you like you're a voodoo? That's just weird. Alex... Uh, maybe I don't know, but no, I'm just I'm just saying. Let's just keep let's just keep doing this. Let's just keep we're therapeutic for each other. We really are though. So you did your video right? Just double checking the checklist of the day. You did your yeah. video. Good, good, good. Yeah. See, because I get up at seven fifty and I don't even see the wall. I just go right into podcast mode. It's like a a thing. Uh, I have a definite um, schedule. 
And folks, when when I wake up late, Mike Myers' day is thrown off entirely. So now I try to not do that to him no. anymore. No, 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 no. It's not anymore. I don't. I don't allow you to have that kind of control in my life. That's good. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize I had control of your life, but you did until I decided that I wasn't going to let you have that anymore. Because it's not all about you. It's all about me, myself, and I. <clears throat> As I become more others focused every day. <laughs> I don't know if I should talk about this next thing because it is bothering me. But I don't want to... I don't know. Isn't it interesting that you... You know, God says the person that can control his tongue is the perfect man, let alone your thoughts. But right now, you have the ability to make the choice mm-hmm. of whether you're... Go- and I think it's neat to... But then to have that kind of discipline right. is something that sometimes I lack, and I say things that, like, did I really just say if I had COVID? Did I really just say what I did about my wife? And mm. Did I really just say, yeah, I did? Oh, Lord. <laughs> no, it's just that sometimes I, I was just told last yesterday... I don't know. No, let, let's move on because it's just, <laughs> it's just, it's such a, it's a it, I don't know how to gen, generalize it, but just, you know, someone went in my messages, a friend of mine, he's like, he's disappointed in me. He thinks I don't understand the full grasp of why they're tearing down statues and all that. And I'm just like, I responded. I said, look, I don't, I don't appreciate that you think of me as so low right now. Like, why are you dealing, you know, putting me down to size and then he hasn't responded yet so I'm a little nervous that it was like a hit and run venting and then he doesn't come back to say oh okay well I get you now wow I think you're bringing up a really neat point and is that what's meant by dialogue or is that kind of uh, what, what does Rush call that the fly by drive by media I mean to, to, to drive by and yell you know, racist at somebody mm. because why? Did you see the picture of the guy that I guess was cracking his knuckles and somebody took a picture of it and they assumed that he was giving the white power, I don't know, is it like this? Okay, see so that whole thing, you know, we used to do that hand signal for years. It, it used to be like an A-OK. When did it become something else, you know? I don't know. I didn't have a windsock on it at the time. I wasn't aiming. <laughs> now, there might be a thing where people purposely, and then there's, but there's another thing about that too. Crazy. There was an old joke, or there's a there's a joke out there where someone does that little sign and puts it in its crotch area and says, "See, I made you look." It's like a game to some people. Do you remember that? I do remember that. Of course, I remember that. Mm-hmm. broke it, you got to sh- punch him in the shoulder. We did the dumbest thing. You know, like, uh, 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 hey, is your meat loafing? <laughs> Not anymore. Oh, I no, no. Dumb things. Purple nurples. Don't ever 
<laughs> but that is and that is another thing that these kids today are missing it's all about the cell phone for these kids I mean I remember I'll never forget one time I was in the waiting room to see my pediatric urologist I think it was two year old give it an iPad to play on it's like what is this I mean come on you know I mean maybe by you you see kids outdoors but I don't even really see kids Outdoors having as much fun as we did when we were kids. No, and there is a video floating around that talks about, you know, hey, we, we, uh, there was lead paint on the, mm. on the, on the windowsill, and I remember kind of chewing on it, waiting for my dad to show up, because it was his, he was supposed to come and visit us, because my mom and him had separated or divorced, and, and many times he didn't show up. He just got to the point where it's like, you know, consider the source. If he says he's coming over to take his fishing, good chance he isn't. But, you know, that's what they uh. So what did that have to do with what you just said? Uh, oh, yeah, just kids having fun. You know, it's time to come in because the street lights came on. Or you just go ahead and keep playing football in the street with the street lights on and hope that nobody gets hurt. Oh, uh, football and anything in the streets. I mean, I used to run clinics across the street on the sidewalk in front of my friends, my neighbors across the street. Clinics? Oh, yeah, hitting clinics. So I'd sit on the ground, or I'd stand up, throw a ball, hit it with my crutch, and I had competitions to see if we could hit it over this wall that was like a few feet away. I got so much fun out of that because I was I was hitting it and the kids were playing with my crutch and then hitting it. It was just such a cool moment there. So that was nice. Well, and I really appreciate what you're bringing up because it reminds me what, when I was a little squirt. Mm-hmm. I, not that little squirt. Let's see. You know, I started out as a little squirt. Anyway. When you were the 50-year-old little squirt. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know where you were going with that. I was just waiting for you to see where you were going to go with that. Well, it's I was at Wilson's Tap one day and was talking to this lady, and she said the best part of her ran down her dad's leg. That's really over the top. I can't believe I said that. But anyway, I used to, as a kid, I used to set up uh, speakers on the on the porch. Okay. And and kids would show up and they would uh, sit in the yard and I'd play DJ. I mean, I've just always I just love radio. That's so cool. It's just, a, it's geeky, but there would be six, seven, eight. Oh, and then I used to have kind of like a summer kids club where these youngsters would come over and it was like a free babysitting service. Wow. And I just, nowadays, if you say, well, I really like being around little kids, I don't think we should have Mr. Myers around <laughs> our child because he really likes being around little kids. Yeah, we're, we're living in twisted. We are. It really does, and integrity is something that is, is crucial. It's critical. Mm-hmm. That's your yes, be yes. Your no, be no. And, you know, I don't know. I love that you did DJing for the kids when you were, like, young. That's, that's so cool. Little Mike Meyer is out there doing DJing. How old were you? Oh, I don't know. 
So at a very early age, you knew how to operate the boards and the system. That's How did you learn it so fast? The boards? Yeah, your board of DJing. And then you, of course, promote the pod, right? I mean, your podcast, you promote it on the same video or? Well, here's the thing. You have to, it's just that I don't share mine enough. Like I should share every day, but I just don't because I want to make sure they know I'm doing work, work. Uh, So I just do this and then not even post it until later. But to me, that's the only way, that's why, that's the only reason, and that's one of the only ways I feel you can get, because people will watch Facebook. They're not subscribed to our podcast per se, so they won't know exactly when we're on. But if you are in their face on their Facebook feed, they sure as heck would see that. And I'm really excited about tomorrow because um, Todd Stevens is somebody who um, Todd is Todd is just a great guy, and he, he he loves Jesus. He's been through the crap of you know a lot of stuff in life, alcohol and drugs. What else? And, and 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 he's somebody who knows that without uh, without Christ, he'd, he'd probably be dead. Mm. And I feel the same way. And I appreciate I appreciate the Alcoholics Anonymous. So basically, there these stories in here are basically testimonies, and mm. Christian folk don't share our testimonies as much because maybe we don't think that they'll that it means anything. And yet, maybe it will. I mean, maybe if we get that intimate with with other people, when I say intimate, spiritually speaking. Right. I mean, when you pray, if if somebody's never really got into praying, I remember a lady across the street, Mm. Alice. I used to, uh, uh, she was in the nursing home. And I used to say to my wife, I'm going to go see Alice. She said, see Alice? I thought (laughs) you were taking... Mm. And I remember one day I asked her, and she flat out told me one day, she said, I don't want to hear any more about your Jesus and your Bible. Well, I remember one day I asked if I could pray for her, and she said yes. Wow. And I got on my knee, and I held her hand, and we were both in tears. And that's not me that would typically do something like that. She ended up, she lost, she kind of lost the the drive to, to stay alive, and eventually, uh, you know, passed on. I hope she knows Jesus. It's not my. It's about my pay grade. I hope she knew the love of, uh, if nothing else, she, the people know the love of Christ from his kids. Mm. That's what I need to be focusing on. That was good. And I want to bring you back to something that you were saying earlier about the cop, whether he's going to look for 
forgiveness from him, and I think he will. I think prison will change him, maybe more so than ever before. Uh, and many people, yeah, many people have those moments in prison where they, it happens. Now, that is not to say proclaimed Christians could also do something horrible. I mean, you know, we're all liable to do something no matter what. Whether we do believe or we don't believe, we're all liable. You don't mm. know when you might just totally crack and do something that you would, people would say, well, he was such a good Christian man. I, I just, that's why I got to keep, I got to walk tight with him. I mean, I, it's critic. He's the way, the truth, and the life. So for me to have life, I got I to gotta stay tight with Jesus. And you do in your own way. You stay tight with Jesus. But I would say, the problem also is that when the Christians do one thing, all the Christianity is smeared. And I'm like, no, that's not every Christian out oh, there. Isn't it the same thing with the cops? Mm-hmm. Yep. And has we pigeon, nothing against pigeons, but how we pigeonhole people? Pigeonhole. <sighs> well, and now there's a lot of, you know, more criticism on Black Lives Matter, the protesters. Look, the people protesting probably generally want to do it, but I always am leery of the organizers, of how they're organizing it, instead of just what their motives are besides peaceful protesting. And that's what it comes down to. What it, what's the motivation? Why do I wear this hat? Mm, it's a Trump hat, by the way, for those who don't know. Because I know people find this offensive. Well, I am sorry if you find that offensive. There are things that I find offensive, and it's like, get over it, Mike. So you're offended. 1-800-WAM-WAM. 1-800-KEEP-SCROLLING in this day and age, right? 1-800-KEEP-SCROLLING. I am best off staying away. And yet there's this sick addiction to want to see what's going on in in the world on Facebook. And that's where I want to... You know, what is up with that? But it gets even... It's more tenuous when you actually post something and you click it over and over to see if anybody's reacted to it yet. I mean, <laughs> and that's why I need to go fishing. Mm, and throw the phone I in the water so, for a little bit. <laughs> I, I am so excited about In fact, when I said to my wife last night, after I had been fishing, after I went to the dentist's office, I ended up getting home later than normal. It went from the dentist's office. Yeah, anyway, focus. And then last night, after I took a shower... I said, this is going to sound weird, but I want to go fishing again. And I did, and it was a beautiful farm pond about a mile from where I live. And didn't catch anything, but uh, had a talk with a young man, and uh, and uh, it was very pleasant, very cool. You know what I love about fishers is they end up bringing like two or three rods out there to try and catch on different reels. It's kind of interesting to watch them. One guy's got it here, another guy's, the same guy's got it over here. Like, they put it in different locations to try and pull one out. I love that. It's just a fun thing to see. Well, you just said something that just made me go, duh. I've got a couple of poles. I got three. And I, one thing I don't like doing because I can't see as well as I used to mm-hmm. is having to remove and tie on a different type of lure. Okay. Lure. Bait. I've got three poles. Why don't you just... 
Jim Twist <laughs> just have each... Oh, well, let me try this one. I'm going to have one that collapses like this so I can... Mm-hmm. So I can put it in my, in the in the trunk of my motorcycle. That's so cool. I, I, I would... I would go fishing here in New York if I could, but I don't have that. Um, I did see something cool the other day. It looked like piranhas going after a piece of brine or something. I'm like, wow, this is the the park I'm next to is so filled with nature. It's interesting to look at. It's full of piranhas. Are those little things that swim around? I don't know that they're piranhas. They might just be little guppies. So, oh, maybe it's the guppies, but they were definitely like at this organism going after a piece of what looked like brine and it was very cool to watch him try and move you literally see these little guys moving this big piece of whatever through the thing and i'm like i've never seen this before clearly i don't get out that much so well i hope that you are able to get out a little bit more before you know i i hate to put it this way but um you know life is precious and and for me, it's like, am I gonna? I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been spending way too much time being down and a bit depressed and in bed, which is a sign that I got stuff I need to get taken care of. What'd you play? You play it all the time, taking care of business. That's what you gotta do. And taking well in life. Mm-hmm. So you could be that friend for him. Yeah, and my mom wants to be a friend of that guy that saw her fill up her bowl of soup that she'd just eaten. Aww. Hey, is your mom beloved in the town? You know, like, is she, does everybody know her or know of her? Or? Yeah, she's, uh, I don't know if my little brother's okay with this, but she's kind of a poster child of hope on Facebook. Hmm. Um, Back to, not back to your place though, right? Just a different center? No, and actually, you know what's interesting? If she were to come over here, she wanted to come over and just stay for a night or two before, after she had had a, a short hospital stay. But had she, well, she still had to do the 14 days. Right. Of isolation. And I'm realizing a nursing home, isolation, oh boy, this is, this is like a double negative thing. It would be. I mean, because you never know what could happen. I, I don't know. Just... But she, uh, she, uh, she, uh, where was I going? So they isolate her though, right? Like they isolate her from the others that might have it. Is that how that would go? I did, I, as we were talking about this, I just coughed. So perfect timing. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, um, so they're gonna. So then she is required to be in fourteen days of isolation. Only one nurse has to be the same one every time. Uh, can be in the room. She has to put on a mask. And so it's real. When I went to the dentist yesterday, <laughs> I had to fill out this form, and they asked if I had been exposed to somebody that had uh, tested positive. I said, Yeah. How long ago? I said, well, it's two months. Well, write that down. But I said, since then, have I? I don't know. Do you have it? Well, no. 
We don't know, and I'm not testing. I'm not getting tested right now because I don't want that on my conscience either. So, <laughs> All right, I, I go. you literally do. It's five minutes there. Radio Hope, nine a.m. Eastern. We'll see you there. Michael, love you, man. Talk to you soon. All right, bye bye now. Bye bye. Well, so here's my final thought today. Uh, well, my my last thought. Uh, my last thought is Quaker Oats should not be boycotted for this, which I'm sure that movement will start. But at the same time, we can't even keep pancakes sacred anymore. Pancake syrup. And I immediately thought to another thing that was totally blitzed by the cancel culture, which would be to kill a mockingbird. If you remember that that book and J.D. Salinger, I think his name was, uh, her name was, was blitzed for her for their views. And so a classic like To Kill a Mockingbird was sort of shelved, and I'm like, what is going on? But wouldn't you know it? In that in that story, what I remember the most is when the kid is pouring all that syrup out, and uh, Scout goes. He's putting syrup on all the, all the syrup on the food. And Gregory Peck, as Atticus Finch, calmly said, Well, Scout, this is what, you know, They he accepted him for all the syrup. So why can't we accept Aunt Jemima? Why can't we just let things be? Just like why couldn't we let the, <laughs> how do we say it? The planet of Pluto be decide be minimized how do we let that happen it shouldn't and I hope one day we can reinstate Aunt Jemima I hope one day we can reinstate Pluto because literally everything is being torn down it's up to us to either rebuild it or let it from completely collapsing I'm Alex Garrett we'll talk to you tomorrow <laughs>